Harry Styles. Singer-songwriter? I thought he was a drag artist. Hey, welcome to Quality Control with Jake and Tyler. This is episode one of many, bringing you tons of topics at the realest level we can deliver. Uh, yes, episode one, because this is a new series called Current Events. We're going to be Current diving events. into all kinds of uh, of newer things coming out. Like right now, like you guys already heard in the little blip in the beginning, uh, Harry Styles is wearing yeah. a dress. He's beautiful and brave, Jake. Why is he wearing a dress? Because he feels liberated in that dress. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, but like, why? Why is he wearing a dress, man? What is that supposed to do? How is that? Uh, 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 it's empowering men and women everywhere. No, it's somehow, <laughs> somehow, it's uh, he's he's really wearing a dress in a field, and and a lot of people be like, dude, why don't you just not 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 hate on people? I'm not hating on it. I'm questioning why the heck he's wearing a dress. He's a dude. Why is he wearing? Why are you wearing a dress? It's interesting. It's like I almost feel like people like draw like points out of it, like it's. Something so philosophical and deep. Yeah. It's like... It's not philosophical. It's not deep. He's wearing a dress. A- AOC wrote like a paragraph about it. <laughs> she yeah, like, I'm going to find out She, she wrote a whole whole college essay about it. Yeah. She was like, I was just so moved by it. I love socialism. <laughs> have, have you ever heard of socialism? I love it. Want to know why? Because I'm the 1%. AOC says... No, I don't know what she's saying. <laughs> AOC on Harry Styles' Vogue cover. It looks wonderful. Uh, all right, Representative Alexandria Acasio Cortez, because you can't call her AOC because that's sexist. Apparently, she said, um, is mm-hmm. weighing in on the discourse surrounding Harry Styles' recent Vogue cover, in which the watermelon sugar singer was photographed wearing a variety of of, of skirts and dresses. The shoot, which is reflective of Harry's ongoing rebuff of boundaries and gender norms within fashion, sparked the ire. Of, of right-wing conservatives like Candace Owens and Ben Shapiro who interpreted the cover spread as an attack on manly men. FYI, anyone can wear a dress. Thank you, Teen Vogue. I'm so glad to know that there's a confidence source with an ad right next to it for pornography um, the say, <laughs> <laughs> saying, FYI, uh, anyone can wear a dress. Did you know anyone can wear a dress, Tyler? Because I didn't know that. I'm glad now that I do know that because I've had some dresses in my closet I've been dying you know, one to time wear. I went, you know, one time I went into Kohl's and I said, wow, this red dress looks really pretty. Yeah. And a minimum wage cashier jumped over the counter and started <laughs> strangling me. And she said, sir, you have a penis. You can't say that. Right. So, you know, this is a tough break. Um, because men all around are looking at this and some of them are going, he's wearing a dress. What a loser. Uh, all right. That's the end of that. I'm going to go back to, you know, driving around. And now other people, other men are looking at like, you know what? That's good. He's doing that. Look how brave he is. And I'm, look, I'm saying, why? <laughs> is you know, that, is like, that too is it too bold of a question it's for like me to when go, they why? Gave, it's like when they gave Caitlyn Jenner yeah. the bravest person. Jenner. I don't know what it is. You can look it up, but she got like an award for being super brave. Oh, yeah. I forgot what type of award, but I was like, wow, why not give that to the, you know, you military have armed, dudes? Yeah, you have, you have armed troops that are missing limbs. Yeah. Um, because they, they set on bombs for you. You have yep. a lot of things where it's like, why, why is this the, why is this the cream of the crop? That's kind of like my always thing. Like, I don't care if Harry Styles wears a dress, but I don't think that he's the cream of the crop of bravery. She got, he got, he, 
He H E got Glamour Award for the Transgender Championship, Arthur Ashe Courage Award, James E. Sullivan Award, Associated Press Male Athlete of the Year. That's 1976 when he was cool. Teen Choice Award for Choice for Social Media Appearance. What? No way. Come on. Come on. Fake news. Come on. That's stupid. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of messed up. Now, there's a lot of things that go hand in hand with uh, you know, masculinity and, and femininity. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I'll be, you know, criticized online. Femininity. Nemini. Nemo moment. Peep Nemo. Uh, wage gap. Whoa. Somebody said it. The the wage gap. Somebody was like, you know, why? Or well, remember that lady said something to Trump, like when he was trying to get elected like four years ago and was like, I want to know if I vote for you, if I'm going to be able to make the same as a man. And he said, you'll make the same as a man if you do as good of a job. And, like, I don't know if I'd answer it that way. I would, I'd it's be pretty like, abrasive, but if you um, work the same exact job as a dude, yeah, you I'm will like, be paid the same. Right, right. There's that. But I'm also saying, like, if, if you're getting paid less, that means that the company's taking home more. And if they're taking home more than every employee ever to exist, as long as they were a woman, would be hired. And it wouldn't be men because men are more expensive to hire. So there has to be something. Well, that it's also men are bringing to the scale. table statistically than women, as and, and that's not for everything. That's just some jobs. Well, also, the wage gap too is a, it's a sliding scale. It's not the same jobs, right? It's just in general. Yeah. And that why when I join in, I'm making less than him. Well, maybe because he's been here twelve years. Yeah, you're in the same position, but he was here twelve years and got all those little twenty five cent raises every year. Yeah, that's nice. why he's making more than you, not because he's a man. See, people like sort of assume these things because they hear it all the time. Um, but it goes, it always, 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 always comes down to experience and actual same career field. A lot of the fields that women choose aren't the same fields that men choose. And that's just like, that's yeah. life. And uh, if there is a man and a woman working the same job with the same experience with the same qualifications, they should be paid the same. That's not what we're saying yeah. shouldn't happen. But what sort of with like um, a lot of the gender issues right now, they're based on fake or sort of misleading statistics where they sort of sway a certain way and they portray this. They portray men in a way yeah. as if they're like sort of on top of everything and they're leading over it. But that's not how it goes. Women choose different jobs. There's plenty of women, though, that could like like Candace Owens. Yeah. Right. She's when a I, beast. We, we talked about Candace Owens. She is a beast. And Candace Owens, man, is, is more manly than a lot of men, you know, stereotypically manly. Yeah. Which we'll talk about. Um, and she, you know, she could do a leadership position. Yeah. She could, she would go for management. Whereas a lot of, um, women sometimes shy away from management because they don't like that affirmative role. And that's just statistically proven. Right. Um, women go for more healthcare related jobs or they go into teaching or they go into jobs that generally pay less, which I, I disagree with, you know, like I, I do think teachers should be accommodated better. That's mm -hmm. life. Yeah. Right. But that's kind of like where we live right now. My it's, cousin's a teacher, you know. Definitely yeah. The stuff that they do, I mean, they're in charge of educating the next generation coming up. Yeah, and they get paid squat. So yeah. it's like, you know, I disagree with that. I'm not saying that's okay. But more women choose that profession. Yeah. More women choose these professions that pay less, whereas men are more willing to take risk. And it's just in that, um, it's in the, it's in the like, uh, just in the coding. Yeah. Um, my, my father took a, a really brave step at a young age to join the United States Navy and, yeah. uh, 
during a time of uh, conflict with like Iraq and Afghanistan, um, anything with sand. And he just was yeah. off there. And he did that so then he could develop a skill, develop a trade, and become something. And he was willing to take all that risk of going into um, a place where there's potential combat, a place with no communication. He was willing to do these things for a career someday. Right. And uh, women are, are less risk-prone because they are more mentally adept to the family. Yeah. And they want to keep themselves safe because, yeah. in turn, keeping themselves safe usually um, equates to keeping the family safe. Right. And that's just the that's the coding. Well, we can't even have this conversation um, unless we can all agree that you, me, and the listener or listeners um, can agree that there are things that are women are better at than men, and there are yeah. things that men are better at than women. Because um, it, now I'm trying to think of a way that takes faith out of it for our non-faith-based listeners. Um, we know that God made us different. Right. Made us differently as said in Genesis, um, the woman was made as a helper for man and, and men should uh, consider their wives counseling and, and women are supposed to submit to husbands as the spiritual uh, leader of their home. Now you and I as Christians understand that. And as Christian women, they understand that with, 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 much respect towards men as men have for women um, in the right context. And I can give you sort of the secular view. Yeah. Um, there, there's just biological differences, the way we're structured. Yeah. Um, women are able to endure the pain of childbirth. Yeah. And whereas a man um, can't. Right. Like the strongest man on the planet can't deal with that pain because they're the way the receptors work, the way the biology works, they yeah. just can't. Um, Women are able to do, um, they're better in nurturing and caring those generally. Yeah. Generally. Just from their Plenty makeup. of women that are terrible at it and plenty of men that are good at it. Yeah. Um, and that's just like biological, right? Yeah. And then another difference is strength, right? Physical strength. There are videos, I don't, I can't reference one any specific, but they'll have like the, one of the, some of the best like girls soccer teams face some of the best male soccer teams. And it's, it's not even close. Like, or, or like a high school boy soccer team versus one of the, you know, an MLS team. Yeah. Major League Soccer for women, and the dudes win. Because um, there's just There's different biological differences. Yeah. I mean, men obviously don't have breasts. Women have breasts, and they can feed children. And the thing is, is, is I don't think God would unintentionally ha- make a woman have breasts so that they could, you know, nurture their child. Um, uh, and, and, and the thing is, is that men are given a... a ability to work physically a long time now there's a lot of jobs that aren't super physical now and a lot of brain work and women are totally capable of that too um statistically and and by like men are men are physically stronger so you know way back when when they were logging yeah and and doing other you know building sand huts out of spit then right that was was men you know that was men doing a lot of that work right um and then the women would be preparing a meal for the family and the men would be providing the food or maybe the woman providing the food as well Uh, men providing finances um Nothing wrong with either way. Like I said, my cousin. I mean, she's a teacher. She's yeah. bringing in money. I. It's. It. It all comes down to you know what works you know for you in that time. But there yeah. is a designed. Yeah, me. Way I believe there's. Things. I believe there's a. If you want to rip faith out of it, there's a just a natural design. There, there's yeah. natural design. You yeah. look at animals, um, the women, 
in uh in, like even in animal environments they're more nurturing or while the guy goes out and hunts and yeah. brings the food back that's just how we're built chemistry wise if you want to believe that we evolved um through a course of time neanderthals into humans um monkeys do that too yeah and we've been doing it since then and it's just hard coded yeah um you can surpass these norms you can surpass your coding but that's just there's things there um there's biological barriers and there always will be these things but it doesn't um what what people sort of get locked in this trap of is they see these things and they identify with it. We talked a ton about anxiety and depression and the identification with it that yeah. causes the problems, yeah. right? And people will do the same thing for gender. Women are constantly being told, you're oppressed, you're weaker, and yeah. men are just so much better. Like, you have Taylor Swift, who is one of the most popular musical artists, yeah. saying she's oppressed. Yeah. And she's so unbelievably wealthy. Yeah. Like, this level of wealth is something that me and Jake and probably the listeners here can not, we will no. not be able to fathom it. I hope that, you know, maybe someday, yeah. but not today, you know. Um, her amount of wealth is her just net so net worth is $365 million, by the way. Yeah. You know, I, that's <laughs> a million oppressed. for each day of the year. <laughs> yeah, look at that. We're so, She's so oppressed. Mm-hmm. And it's like you have someone that should be motivational, should be using her voice to empower women, is telling them that they – are in a system that fails them. Yeah. Um. What? 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 What kind of uh, motivating figure does that? And right. it creates these uh, women that think they're victims. Right. That think that uh, the system is against them, and they call this system the patriarchy, I believe. Yeah. Um. Of a system that's against them, and it's just so. Yeah. I'm gonna look that up too. Crippling to like the mindset of modern women. How do we? How do we move as a, up as a society if we're telling people that they can't achieve things because there's a system in place? You want to know how people achieve things when there was a system in place? Like, assume there was a system in place? Yeah. Do you think Rosa Parks got on the bus and went, oh, I can't sit in the front, so I'll just sit in the back? Yeah. No, no she sat in the front, and right. then she got kicked off the bus because she did something that was against the system. Right. And that's how she got her name. Yeah. And that's how she pushed forward. If you're telling women... There's a system, there's a system, there's a system. You can't get past the system, there's a system. Yeah. And then they don't get past the system, and then you're like, ah, patriarchy. It's yeah, like, yeah. well, because you told them they couldn't their entire life. It's crazy, the, the actual definition of patriarchy. Um, patriarchy is a social system in which men hold primary power and predominant in roles political of political leadership, moral authority, social privilege, and quality, or, and control of property. Some patriarchal societies are also uh, patrilineal. Uh, meaning that the property and title are inherited by the male lineage. It's basically, to me, it sounds like somebody who really hated Genesis <laughs> was like, I'm going to create this word and this meaning, and I'm going to slap it right. and make it, you know, a social thing. And now I'm going to, like, okay, when people are really afraid of something that could be threatening what they want to do, I feel like they really name, they name something or they label it and then confine them to that label to get out of. Because it's, it's genius. It really is. Tyler, if I wanted to uh, hurt you, right, mm-hmm. I would name you, tell you what you're not, um, but tie it in with some sort of It's a way to truth. control. Right, exactly. It's how you control. Like, right, there are men in power. Men predominantly yeah. have held power. But that is not because they are men. It's because of their actions. Yeah. Um, Like, I mean, we've talked a little bit about, like, Steve Jobs, okay? Yeah. Steve Jobs is kind of a good example. Or like Bill Gates, right? 
Um, obviously, they're a very minority scenario, but uh, they dropped out of some of the best schools in the country, Harvard, yeah, right, and they took uh, an absurd amount of risk, yeah, and then got to where they are today, right? Because they took risks, yeah, and they took these risks. It's not because There's they're a risk to go to the university and go in all that debt. That's right. a risk, and then leaving yeah. without the degree, yeah, to start a company that has no. Had, at that time, no one knew what a computer was or yep. why it should matter. Yep. They took absurd amounts of risk. And people never associate their risk with their success. They associate the, the products of their success with their success. Yeah. And they see it for surface level. Bill Gates is a man, which is why he's successful. There are plenty of broke dudes out there. Right. It has nothing to do with um, that. It has to do with your actions. At the end of the day, it's right. your actions. And a woman could take this risk too, but like we said, it's it's a bio, it's like a, just a biological coin flip, right? Your tendencies usually for women are more less risk prone because of the nature of it. They want to protect, they want to keep safe. Yeah, that is their. That's just the nature. Whereas guys are more risk prone and right. they'll do it. Like a, a little boy, he falls off the bike. A hundred times. He's got scrapes. I got. I had like a new bruise every week as a kid. I'm falling yeah. down the stairs. I'm running into stuff. Right. And that's how boys are. Yeah. Um. And, and girls aren't like that. Right. Girl. Girls. They'll. They'll. They'll like bang themselves up. Right. But they won't go to the extent that guys do. I was jumping off slides when I was like five, and yeah. I was just like hitting things. And that doesn't mean this is just talking in a general statement. That doesn't mean because, again, I have cousins that are absolutely wild country girls. I've I've seen them before, and that is totally fine. Um. We're talking more about the general statistic that, you know, women are taught to be semi-ladylike. They're taught to, men are told to be this certain way. There's a lot of uh, stigma around how you should act when it comes to your your, your either masculinity or femininity. Um, femininity. I never know if I'm saying it right. It's never like, a, it, it's not a voice in your life. I had I didn't have a father figure to, to sit me down and say, look, you need a solid career path. You need to learn how to provide for your family, yeah. And you need to do these things. These yeah. are things I wanted, and I never knew why I wanted them. I wanted financial success, and I didn't even know how to get it. I didn't know what a Roth IRA was. I didn't know what an investment account was. I didn't know any of this. I didn't have a, a guy sit me down and say, "Well, we're men, so we need to get money and power. That's what you're. That's what you're supposed to like." Yeah. Um. No, it was just something that like you just you grow, and as men, it, it just happens. Even at a young age, I was. Uh, were, were you around when silly bands? You know. Oh my god! I was were you the in kid on them? who like waited till his hand was purple before taking them off. Yeah, silly band. Like I was flipping silly bands <laughs> as a as an eleven year old. Right. And uh, that was just like my. It was just coding. No one told me to do it. No one said start a business. You know, yeah. to an eleven year old. Yet again, I, I didn't really have a father figure. Yeah. So the, these aren't embedded practices. These are biological things i believe i believe that you know some things are taught we talk about in hot takes um the whole thing about uh men crying yeah um we, we just like you know briefly hit it hot takes is gonna be uh it's like more of a funny satirical series yeah, yeah. and we were reading this buzzfeed article and it said like oh when men cry it's looked at as a sad thing and it's like not as a sad thing but as a weak as weakness, yeah, it's, weakness. it's looked at it's looked at as weakness and it's like yeah i i do believe some of that's you know that's yeah. that's societal yeah right 
that is societal, sure. Like women crying is more normalized. That that's right. a societal thing. Because well, they're emotional beings. Right. And we we as like men has sort of as they take apart and we look at men, yeah. they kind of have tried to pull us apart from it because of because like in the Bible, um, it's not that men never cry. It's that men always have some they always run to God. And a lot of your superhero figures, whether you want to admit it or not, they are based off of biblical heroes. Yeah. Um, every story where a, where, a, where a young man that isn't very strong gets a power or gets a mentor and then overcomes an absurd obstacle. Guess yeah. what? You just read David and Goliath. Yeah. Except it's new. Yeah. Um, and it's that's just, those are the figures that um, God sort of has programmed us in, in vain of, I believe. I don't know if uh, everyone might not believe that, but I believe that that's what we were programmed to like. And I think that it doesn't, I didn't need someone to tell me that um, I wanted to do those things. Right. Um, Yeah. It's just not, it's not, uh, not as taught thing. Some things might be taught, but the things that they address are not taught. It's just life. I, uh, I think that a lot of the problems and the misconfusion that happens between people and their sexuality and, and, and the, the miscommunication between uh, whether you're supposed to act masculine, what is being masculine, um, what is being feminine, um, and should there be a line drawn between it. And I think that if you really want to accomplish many things, um, I think that you really need to understand yourself. Um, and I don't think that yourself is anything other than what you were born as you know, yeah. you, you'll find yourself as you get older, what you're capable of, um, you know, through Everyone's biblical scripture, you can find out that it is not, um, um, I'm right. Um, it is not correct is the word I'm trying to find to try and, uh, identify as something other than what you are. Um, and I'm not trying to say that it's wrong to identify because that's a sin in a sense. I'm saying, it's wrong because it's not possible with every part of your being, Tyler, you are a man, you are a boy, you are a male. Now you can put on a dress, you can put on, you can get the surgery, you can do whatever. All you did was you lost a part of you physically. All right. And you are not a female. You may appear. There are so many um, videos now on TikTok and Instagram of dudes who look so incredibly female. But they're I still mean, men. they're still men. They'll be like looking like a like a doll, like like a Barbie doll, right? Yeah. And then they're like, "How you doing?" I'm like, "Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> you couldn't have gotten anything for your voice." Um, <laughs> That's, that's a, you know, that's a whole other topic to talk about, you know, taking right. in drugs and testosterone or, or, or estrogen yeah. to try and alter the way your biology works. But, um, no matter what you do, you're still what you were born as. Um, right. I believe that God creates us in a, in a sense that we're all beautifully and wonderfully made. It says right. that right in the Bible. And I believe that if I had different biology and I wasn't a man, um, there are things that I don't know if I'd be interested in as much. Um, I grew up and I was super interested in comic books, superheroes. I was interested in these heroes. Yeah. I was interested in rock music. I'm not saying girls and stuff can't like these things. Right. But these things make me Tyler. And I, I got to be Tyler from these things. And I believe God um, crafted me in that way. Right. And he crafted me in this sense. Um, God crafted you in the same sense. Um, if you're a woman 
and you're driven and you want to start a business and you want to be a boss lady, dude, do it. Right. Do it. That's right. cool. Like, right. It, there's no... If you have the ability to go out and make money, go do it. If That's you, what I'm saying. Yeah. But don't uh, 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 bash the housewife right. or bash yes. the ho- the mother, okay, who chooses to love and my mother. Right. Mother of six kids, six boys. Okay, and she loves, she, she wanted to, for, she was a nanny, and she enjoys, that's how my parents are, they have gender roles, they have their roles at home, my dad goes out and provides money and shelter and all this stuff, and my mom, she cooks and she cleans the shelter and she enjoys it, and she does not take the stigma yeah, don't. She don't fact it. talk against it. She's like, I enjoy doing this. I enjoy serving my husband as my husband enjoys serving me. Um, and that's something to be glorified. In the same way that I would look at the CEO of a company being a woman, I don't care if you're a CEO. I don't. I don't care if you're a man and you're but a CEO. But if that makes Who you cares? genuinely happy, do it. Right. That's good. If you're making money, you're good. Don't don't rub it in my face that you're a woman and that you can be a CEO. Who cares? That's just society telling you that you couldn't do it originally, and you agreed to say to think that I couldn't do that. Don't put limitations on what you don't let society put limitations on what you want to do because when you break out of those limitations, you didn't really accomplish anything in the first place because those were just societal limitations. Your only limitations you're are fake. physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Right now, if you want to become a CEO, the only thing holding you back. Is is yourself and and, and your right. degree and what you what you're able to educate yourself with. I'm sure I'm gonna purely say yourself because if you want to become a CEO, it's not because you can't get it. Not because of your race, not because of your gender, not because of your sexuality. You're not yeah, gonna get that piece because things. of that. Do not blame yourself. There's everybody has their own ism. Everybody has yeah. their their thing that they think is holding them back. Whether it's racism, whether it's sexism, whether it's um um uh, any other sort of op- uh, type of oppression. Newsflash. Everyone's oppressed and everybody's going to tell you that uh, everybody else is out to get you. And let me tell you, I'm a straight white Christian male. Yeah. Okay. Right now, sincerely, I am the most oppressed group of people because you know why? Society's told everybody else that we're the ones that destroyed everything. Society, And I've done nothing. I'm an 18-year-old kid. Okay. I haven't done anything. And yeah. people are telling me that I'm the racist, I'm the bigot, I'm the sexist, I'm the chauvinistic pig, I'm this and that, and I'm probably going to grow up to beat my wife, and I'm probably going to grow up to uh, uh, leave a kid, or I'm probably going to grow up or, or live rich in the suburbs and, and hate on black people. And that's what people are saying that yeah. my generation, your generation uh, of white Christian males are going to do. They're, th- this whole cisgender garbage, whatever. Um, Society... They don't want us. Right. Be- they just... Oh. Society put just puts stuff on us. Society wants to label you. They don't want you to succeed. Um, I read this book a while ago, and it's the anatomy of a story. One of the best stories that a lot of people can relate to is when um, the main character overcomes a lie that they tell themselves. Yeah. And a lie that they tell themselves, that, that which they believe to be true, it's their own truth. And when they overcome it is when they finally beat it. Someone that tells himself they're not smart or that I'm oppressed, or that I can't do it, and then yeah. they finally overcome it. This, this story is reused over and over again, but this story is a lot of your lives. Um, you, you are your harshest judger. When you look in the mirror, you are the harshest one to yourself. And that's just the fact of it. Um, a Bible story that really rang true to me, that just hits deep for me, yeah. is uh, the story of Naaman. And uh, Naaman was this powerful soldier. He was kind of like the David before David. Yeah. He was super strong. He had all these things, and he had a close relationship with God. He started developing a disease called leprosy, which ate out his face, ate out his skin, destroyed his bones. He became weak, except he kept the armor on, and he didn't want to tell anyone. He was scared. And he uh, 
as God kept telling him to tell, take the armor off, you're still a soldier, he kept telling himself that I can't be strong anymore. Yeah. But God said, you are strong. You are yeah. still strong. You are still Naaman. You are still a soldier. But he just couldn't take the armor off. He couldn't accept it. He kept telling himself he was weak. And when he finally took the armor off and he finally listened to God and he took it all off, he went into this water uh, where a prophet told him to go and he healed healed all the leprosy away, right? Because he finally opened up. And he didn't listen to himself because himself was the biggest barrier. Naaman could overcome any enemy, but he never could overcome himself. That yeah. is his story. And yeah. that is a lot of people's stories yeah. where they get in their own way. Yeah. Like when, um, okay, I'm reading a book right now. It's called A Mind for Math. Yeah. And I've told myself my whole life that I suck at math. Yeah. But that was a self-imposed rule. Right. Nobody I, told you that. No. I mean, if they did, that was just societal. Right. Right. God, God never, not, like, I never prayed to God and God was like, Tyler, I made you literally physically incapable to do math. You suck. Yeah. So I'm realizing now that I put this barrier in front of myself my whole life. Yeah. And now I'm trying to relearn math and trying to get good at it as I want to progress my career. Yeah. And um, I, that was a self-imposed thing. Yeah. I, I put that on myself. And it's it's really hard. It sucks. It, the reason why a lot of people don't do it is because they don't want to admit that they are the reason for their own failures. Right. They want to blame something, which is right. kind of what I really get the vibe off of when I read stuff like this, where it's like, oh, we're, we're oppressed because of X yeah. thing. Um, Like, I mean, I've talked about him a lot um, in my own personal life, but Martin Luther King was oppressed too, and look what he did. Yeah. Um, Malcolm X was oppressed too, and look what he did. Yeah. Rosa Parks was oppressed too, look what she did. Yeah. Anne Frank was really freaking oppressed, and look what she did. Yeah. You know? Um, she overcame all these barriers. They all did. And they were oppressed, right? But they overcame it because they realized that they can, uh, they have control. When you have control over yourself, you have control over the things around you. Yeah. And you are unfazed by it because once you identify with the Lord, you are not afraid of the world because the, the power that God grants you, it grants you freedom. Yeah. Restraints get lifted because you're no longer a number. You are a child of God. And the world doesn't influence you anymore. It's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think it's, it's, it's something definitely to be observed and applied to one's life. I think it's really important to you as either a man or as a woman, um, nothing in between to, to really center your focus on how are you, um, becoming the best you can, um, under God's, God's reign. Um, you know, if you as a man are not doing things in a masculine way as a husband would, regardless if you're married or not, um, if you're not providing, then then what are you really doing? Are you what are you doing to further yourself for the kingdom? What are you doing to further yourself as a man in the sense that um, you know you're putting things under you, things that you've accomplished um, in good things, um, you know, regardless of your age. How are you um, providing? We get into the selfish cycle. Um, with like modern feminism, yeah, where women say, "I don't need a man. I can do all this stuff for myself." And yeah. then they get a man in their life, and then the man can't possibly give them anything because they're strong and independent. Yeah, and then it becomes, "So why did you guys get married?" Yeah, and then the divorce rate becomes a coin flip. Yeah, yeah. um, in order to have a relationship, you need to provide value. Whether that's a relationship between business partners, we yeah. recently just partnered with Covenant Eyes. Yeah, um, and we are affiliated with them and how that works is right we we provide value in our content and they provide value by providing an excellent service yeah which is why we reached out to them after last week's episode yeah right that's how that relationship goes it it becomes that way with um love too even in like just such a 
in a binary way. Obviously, it's more complex. Yeah. You can love someone in a different way, but it yeah. does come down to value. What are they providing um, for, like, your family, right? Yeah. Your mom provides so much to her kids, to the household. Right. And your dad provides finances, and he provides shelter, right? Right. And that's an exchange, and that's an exchange of value. That makes things fair. Right. And when one person's taken all the weight, they hate it. Unequally yoked. Yeah. yeah. It's awful. Yeah. I uh, I can definitely agree, and I can definitely say that um, as men, being masculine, uh, it doesn't mean um, um, jeans and boots and belts and, 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 and cowboy hats. That's not what I mean. Um, it means to provide value. Is, is right now with me, kind of kind of mental, mentally picture with me whether you want to close your eyes or just really intent, intently think about what I'm saying. Um, remove all measures, all... Uh, lenses that society wants to put on your eyes to view what masculinity is and just think of like biblically what you're supposed to do as a man the only voice you you should listen to is god when it comes to this when it comes to character when it boils down to character whether you're a woman or a man listen to the one that made you listen to the one that created you um he knows where you need to be and he knows what you need to do yeah if if you want to change these things, it is like, it's like chalk on a chalkboard. Like I, it's nails like on a chalkboard. on a chalkboard. That's what I meant. And it's just grinding. It, yeah. it sucks. Yeah. And that's what happens when people do things that yeah. they're not built to do. Yeah. Um, I think an interesting view, um, it, when you're viewing masculinity is, um, there's not a lot of verses directly talking about how you as a man, single and alone should um act in a masculine way i got a verse go for it once you get that i was just no i have a verse right here i have proverbs 31 10 through 31 uh it's an excellent wife who can find she is far more precious than jewels the heart of her husband trusts in her and he will give no lack of gain she does him good and not harm all of the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the ships of the merchant. She brings her food from afar. Now, you're thinking, like, what does it have to do with masculinity? Well, Tyler, let me ask uh, the, the the group here, um, which I'm, right. I'm assuming is predominantly men. Are you ready for that? Are you ready to have a wife willing to do that. And if you're not willing to do that, cause that, that sounds amazing. Holy, this is a verse directed towards women on how to be for their husband as, as well as there's many, you know, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, um, right. in an unconditionally, uh, loving way. Now, yeah. th- Proverbs 31, 10 th- through 31, as I just read, um, God's giving a standard for women right to be towards their husbands how to act how to how to serve him as men are you ready for that what are you able to give and, yeah. and you're what not going to find that out when you're married you're going to find that out beforehand so you don't you know your you need wife to have a cornerstone have right just a foundation so how are you preparing yourself Providing for, value. for that time proverbs 21:19 yeah it is better to live in a desert land than than with uh quarrelsome and fretful women yeah um, that means to it's better to go alone if you are in a relationship that's dragging that is yeah. not working. Yeah, it also means it's better to go alone if you're bouncing between women. It's better to go alone. Yeah, better better is the one that lives in the desert 
that is building themselves or as me and jake talk about all the time it's better to be in the valley you know yeah um life happens in the valley yeah um and that's just like that's the beauty of it right and um yeah there's so many verses that sort of do talk about like women um and like men in the bible it's shown though right it's shown like how be be fearless and courageous there's so many verses like that there's verses where men triumph and they do these great things but they also account a lot of risk right they take risks i'm not saying take stupid risks yeah but i'm saying that there are ways to um if you want to take like pray dangerous prayers yeah um if you think you suck at math like i did pray a dangerous prayer of god i want to become good at math yeah pray a dangerous prayer of god i want to advance my career and i'm willing to do whatever it takes um pray some dangerous prayers take some risks in that way um if you feel like you don't have that value if you can't provide any kind of value the lord really wants us to uh provide i think that's a really key word in today's segment um providing uh first timothy 5 8 but if anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially for members of his household he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever oh that's deep um that's 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 tough. That's it's rough to hear because you think about it and you're like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> wow. <That's laughs> All right, really I guess I'm supposed to be out here providing. Then I I wasn't aware. How are you preparing yourself the for the future? Um, we're coming up on the end here. Um, we just want to thank you for for listening today. Um, how are you providing right now as a masculine man? Um, embrace or, your masculinity. Right. Uh, be humble, be kind, be strong, uh, discipline, discipleship, and decisions. Please come back for next episode of Current Events with Jake and Tyler. experienced quality control